I mean, this isn't even a real microphone. It's a stick with a marshmallow on it. Hello and welcome to the Shred Shack Podcast. I'm Dan Mack. And this is Chris Mack. And we're here to give you your weekly dose of metal news and unformed yet heavily biased opinions. Yes, sir. Uh, before we get really started, I just wanted to kind of go back into last week and uh, quickly retract the statement that I had made last week about the new Queensryche album. I took a second listen to it, and it was a lot better the second time around. Um, there are still one or two tracks on there that are absolutely atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> like I, uh, on first listen to one of the songs, I just had to skip ahead. I couldn't listen to it. It was just, it was too sappy. Yeah. No. But but I went back and listened to it. and I was like, no, this is a lot better than I gave it credit for. So, Condition Human, pick it up. I'm still waiting for my copy, even though I pre-ordered the fucking thing. Wow. Yeah, I know. From who? From Century Media. Oh, normally I was gonna say if you ordered it from Amazon, you didn't get it yet. No, that's no, a problem. Normally they're on the ball, but like like I ordered it maybe a week and a half before it came out, and they didn't ship it until earlier this week and it wow. came out last week wow yeah so I'm kind of bummed that's a fail but you know it's it's well worth it because it's going to come with a t-shirt and cool shit like that oh then definitely but yeah new Queensryche album pretty fucking good uh, so let's get right into the normal stuff for the week we're going to talk about new releases and you said you have nothing I I really have for the first time like after the last couple of weeks where I've had like 12 yeah. I have absolutely nothing well this, in all fairness this was a very sh- like Minimal week. Yeah, I mean, nothing is, was even streaming on MetalSucks.net. Like, outside of the, our normal list, they, they had they had a lot, bunch of new tracks from people, yeah. which I wasn't about to listen to. I'd much rather listen to things in context of an album. Mm-hmm. Um, except there's only one thing I listened to that was new is um, The Ocean is a progressive metal band from uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a split coming out with a, uh, two other bands. I think I saw something about that. And their new track was on it, and it's 12 minutes long, and it's awesome progressive rock I mean I have to listen to it again because I listened to it at like 5.30 in the morning before I went to work mm. so I couldn't play it loud Yeah, and I didn't have my headphones but um so that's just new coming out soon or I think so yeah okay um I did get a chance to kind of run through the new releases for the week um again there weren't that many um and more than half of them I ended up just kind of the <laughs> like like the solo album from the singer of Hanoi Rocks <laughs> Oh, that guy. Yeah. Michael uh, Monroe, right? Yeah. We're, okay. we're not even going to talk about that. I was just mentioning it as a joke because uh, that was not good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we will mention probably the, the biggest one that I can think of that came out this week, um, the new Wasp album. We did our, our post-discussion video, and we were talking about Blackie Lawless. Um, spoiler alert, because we haven't finished this, the second poster video yet. I haven't finished it yet. We ended up taking Blackie Lawless off there. I don't know enough about Wasp Catalog. Pat said they sucked, so therefore... And Frank, like, I, like, I know that they had like a big shtick back in the 80s, you know, yeah. the big buzzsaw crotch thing and whatnot. Yeah. But from what I understand, he, he just recently became a born-again Christian. Which which does make a lot of sense considering like the title track of the new album. Yeah. It is very like, Jesus, Jesus, come save me. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, so new but Wasp, how do you play your back catalog when, you're, like, when that happens? I mean, I think his back ask, catalog... Ask is, Tom Araya. He's, he's just... I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I just find that like 
Tom Araya is a, a like lifelong Catholic mm-hmm. who sings these things, knows it's art. I just my personal experience with born again Christians, they're usually hardcore like born again, and it's like one versus the other, like, like it's just make, one extreme to the next. Time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look at look at head from freaking corn. He went from you know head from corn, you know, meth addict and whatnot, to looking and being Jesus pretty much to some of these people, and it's. I mean, he's back in the band and everything like that, and none of his stuff is satanic or anything. Like, the core music was never satanic, but Blackie Lawless, I think, at least from what I understand, they had some pretty dark material. I'm not sure if it was satanic or it mentioned the I, devil I or any think, of that I nonsense. I don't think it was satanic. I think it was more of just, like, the imagery, the violent imagery, okay. perhaps. Um, you know, fuck like a beast. So maybe I'm, just, maybe I'm just... Being all against the board against, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I would assume that their their shtick was a little bit more geared toward uh, sex than anything okay. else. You know, well the the buzzsaw cock piece would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. I don't, I don't even want to really put too much thought into that. One. <laughs> but new album from Wasp, uh, new album is called Golgotha, and of course my first thought is the Golgotha and the shit demon. From- yes, <laughs> yes, yes, perfect. No. But the new album is actually pretty good. Um, again, I'm not familiar with Wasp beyond maybe part of Fuck Like a Beast, mm-hmm. a cover of Love Machine, and one track, which is Wild Child, which I threw into the intro of the poster video. So I don't know Wasp beyond that. But the new album sounds straight out of the 80s. Oh, yeah, like, most certainly. It's, 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 musically, it's good. My only gripe is Blackie Lawless's voice. It sounds so fake. That's that's the thing. Like when he, when they're doing the big choruses, the big um, like layered parts and everything, it sounds great. When he's singing by himself, he sounds like he's trying way too hard, mm-hmm. and it's like I started to, to literally laugh in my car. <laughs> and like again, again, like you lol. <laughs> I, I I listened to the album twice. Second time around, again, it like you know, it's it's obviously still the same. I got used to it, and it got a little bit better for me. But I mean, those parts are just a little bit too hammed up. It, like again, the 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 song. There's a song on there that's kind of a ballad. It's called "Miss You." Um, starts off very slowly, and he's singing, and he just sounds like he's like dying. Not like <laughs> Matt Barlow dying, <laughs> but like dying. <laughs> and it's it's just you know. You're trying to. It sounds like he's trying to do an impression of himself, like a bad impression of himself. A parody of himself, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like if you, if it's like he's trying to like channel Joe Cocker and Neil Diamond and himself <laughs> in the same. Oh thing. my god! <laughs> <laughs> like, the first two guys you mentioned that would probably be pretty cool, but then added Blackley to it, it's like mm, no. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, like during like the choruses and whatnot, it sounds so good. It sounds very, you know, it's up my alley. Very heavy with the melodies and everything, but just. His voice is something you have to get used to. But then to. it sucks, then, because if you try to go see them live, you know you're not going to get that. Probably not, but... Unless he has backing tracks and a whole shitload of backing singers. I haven't seen... like I know they just... Um, somewhere along the week, they had a, a news thing where they posted them playing the new songs live. Okay. And I, I'd probably take a listen to it. Um, my only bummer about it, though, is like the, I think the one track, um, Last Runaway, is their single... And it is the poppiest one. You'd expect it to be the single, but it, it's kind of like the worst track on the album. Um, <laughs> not the way to go out on. No, no, it's just it's just not really. Um, you know, it's 
again, it, it's what you would choose to be like, you know, the 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 radio friendly one, but it's just not the best one on the album. They, right have, on. they have some better tracks on there. But I would definitely suggest uh, if you're a fan of Wasp, I I would say it's probably good. <laughs> I, I, like not knowing anything, I liked it. Yeah, that's, I that's why it. I didn't even mention it because I have no. I have no knowledge of their back catalog yeah. whatsoever. So, out of context, it's a good album. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, aside from them, uh, a couple of things. I'm not going to be able to go too much into a lot of this, but uh, new Coheed and Cambria came out. Never been a fan of Coheed and Cambria, like a big fan. I won't like really go out and buy their albums or anything. Um, the only reason I really know their material is because they'll occasionally have some stuff in the rock band games, and they're an impressive band to say the least. Because like you don't expect them to kind of pull out some of the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to the track Eraser earlier, and it was it was good. Um, again, I'm not sitting there saying like, oh man, this is going to completely change my mind. I have to go buy every single album. Well, but it was good for what it was. I think, uh, from what I understand, they've gone very proggy mm. with their last couple records. I mm. think they're mostly concepts. So yeah. it might be something where you'd have to hear the whole album to actually get a, a grasp of what they're trying to do. Yeah. And the reason I actually started to get into Cody and Cambria is, like, I, at first I thought they were kind of annoying. The guy's voice is kind of high-pitched and it wasn't up my alley. It was also when, Gotta like, get used to it when emo was really big and I just thought they were emo band. Yeah. But then later on, I caught one of their videos at like 2 o'clock in the morning coming home from work one night and it was really good. The mm. guitar work was incredibly heavy and I was like, I'll give these guys a shot. Yeah. Then later on, the last time that Iron Maiden came around, I think it was on the Final Frontier tour, they came around here to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Cody and Cambria opened up for them. Oh, that's nice. Um, Rachel wasn't into him, so we went to go get a beer. And we're sitting there having a beer, and all of a sudden I hear Heaven and Hell. And I'm like, all right, so they're done. They're playing They're playing music now. And Iron Man's been going, nope. It was Cody and Cambria playing Heaven and Hell, and they knocked it out of the park. Nice. I yeah. was like, all right, these guys deserve a fair shot. Mm-hmm. So I just haven't given it to them yet. I know that they've also covered the Trooper live. I wouldn't is, doubt it. Which is cool. I wouldn't doubt um, it. But yeah. It's, they're they're definitely something for me that re- warrants more of a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't say much more than that. What I've heard, I've I've liked to an extent. So it's just something that I have to like get a copy of the album. Well, at first, it would be a band that I would not expect to be mentioned on on websites like Metal Injection and Metal Sucks, mm-hmm. but they they cover them pretty well. Yeah. And so I mean, if if they give them a fair shot, those cynical bastards, they deserve it. Yeah. So. so. So, new Coheed and Cambria album. I can't even see the title of it from here, unfortunately. So, uh, look it up. <laughs> uh, next one. Hold on, let me look it up. I was actually able to find the full album of this on YouTube, which was nice. Not typically something that's up my alley. Um, they have a lot of black metal influence, Ooh. but it is not black metal like, here, have some blast beats <laughs> for the entire fucking album. Here, have one note played really fast for an entire fucking album. Uh, it's all harsh vocals, but musically, it gets a little 
varied. You know, so it's not it's not just constantly fast in your face blast beats. They kind of do a couple of grooves, a little bit of breakdown and everything. Um, honestly, there's not much more I can say about it than that. They they just kind of threw a little bit of surprise in for me. Mm-hmm. If they had thrown in some clean vocals, they would have been even better for me. But Th- for that would have put it on like Demu Borgir album. Uh, level for you probably yeah probably I mean there's, there's no orchestration so it's, it seems to be just straight instruments for the uh-huh. most part um, again I only, I only got to listen to it once earlier today while I was building a fucking desk <laughs> so um, but I would I would actually I was again I was pleasantly surprised by it I would definitely suggest checking it out um, like I said the album is up on uh, YouTube right now uh, so that is Raven Tail the Dark Substance of Dharma uh, another one we're taking uh, we're taking turns here Yes, last week was all me. (laughs) Steam Mount. Nitro Jesus. Now, I only got to listen to about one track from this, and if I remember it right, it basically sounded like if you took Black Sabbath and you put um, JB from Grand Magus as a singer. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> not as Wait deep, a minute. <laughs> not as deep, but it's got that groove to it. Oh. So I was like, yeah, this, this has got my interest. Again, <laughs> I only heard one track, but it did sound pretty fucking good. So I, I'm going to wow. have to... That warrants another listen for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. What was that one again? Uh, that's Seamount. Seamount? Seamount. As, like, As in, like, the sea, swimming okay. in the sea, children okay. of the sea, mount. One word. Okay. Right. Well, I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, uh, but Monster Magnet did a, a reimagining. They've done this before, and what... It's called Cobra and Fire, the Mastermind Redux. So what this is, it's a reimagining of 2010's Mastermind. Mm-hmm. And from what I read, what um, the guy does, he goes in and re-records all the songs and he adds things to them. Piano parts, uh, organ parts, and just different textures and kind of redoes the song. So it's almost like a remix album, but it's a re-recording. It's kind of like George Lucas doing Star Wars. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Except that the end product... Except it's probably really good. The end product is good. Yeah. Because I listened to half this album today while I was waiting for you to show up. Did you? Okay. And... uh, you know, Monster Magnet, I know they've been around for a long-ass time. The only song I know is the one radio song, Space, Space Lord. Lord. yep. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I know that track. Um, you know, how much different can this be? It's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucking good. Um, again, I have to get to take, I have to listen to the rest of the album and get a closer listen, but this is, this is some good stuff. Maybe not necessarily metal. It kind of hits more of that stoner rock vibe, but we have covered stoner rock, yeah. so yeah. yeah, it does count for us at least. Definitely worth a listen. Mm-hmm. So, well, I got it. So I gotta just hit, sit down and do it. Yeah. So that's that is uh, that's definitely should be on your list of things to do. Okay. Uh, but for that's pretty much it for new releases. There is one other thing that came out this week, and I'm only going to mention it because of the fact that it's going to be my funny band name for the week, 
and it's he whose ox is gored. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> wow. He whose ox is gored. What, see, what, see, even Lindsay's laughing. What, what are they about? Like, did you look them up? or I, I, I kept them highlighted, so they must have been okay. <laughs> um, but not okay enough to remember. <laughs> again, like what I, what I usually do in one night, I'll go through entire new releases, and I'll find a track, listen to it, and say, okay, this is catching my fancy, and then I'll highlight it, and then if it sucks, I'll delete it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't remember this one track. Yeah, so, of course. But I, I, I will have to go back and listen to them. I'm Again, I'm mentioning them because I'm pulling up the one band name a week that is just... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And he whose ox is gored is the winner. Yeah, that definitely... Uh, yeah. Now, what else have you been listening to this week besides no new releases? <laughs> well, I went back and listened to some new releases from last week. I got the Trivium album from you. Sweet. And the Seven Dust album. Both of them, second time around... I, they're, they're great yeah. they're really good Separations I listened to um, I really liked it uh, is that the one the, the, dub, the dubstep one yes yeah. hold out a wub wub yeah all of a sudden like out of <laughs> yeah, nowhere yeah weird. and then another one that I got from um, skateboard marketing is Kill Ritual and we were just talking about this before yeah I thought they were incredible mm-hmm. um, they sound kind of like almost like John Bush era anthrax with World Dane from Nevermore singing or at least a little tinge of it mm-hmm. like there's a little like tone of his voice that sounds just like that great um, guitar work it sounds it's just so good <laughs> it's a great metal band it's a, like stuck in the middle somewhere so because they're not part of like you know the metalcore movement they're not like thrash they're not part of any kind of movement they're just kind of there and doing their thing and doing it well yeah so definitely worth a, a listen I think it'd be right up your alley for sure um, and then in my car I've just been grabbing some random shit and mm-hmm. I, I always find myself when I'm like not in a particular mood for anything just grabbing the old uh, safeties um, Tool Devin Townsend for some reason I just can't let that son of a bitch go um, <laughs> by the way did you did you listen to any part of last week's um, no talk? okay because I actually did when we were talking about Opeth. I did oh, actually, did you add the suck? I had the slurping noise. Yes. I'm going to do from now on. So let's talk about Devin Townsend. Cue the noise. <laughs> I can't get enough of the guy. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I did. I went back and listened to Epic Cloud again. Mm-hmm. And I went back and listened to Sky Blue from uh, Ziltoy 2 mm-hmm. again. Which I don't know if anyone else liked it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved Ziltoy 2. Um, the whole thing. Even the Ziltoy part that got kind of ridiculous with the narration. If you listen to the um, Dark Matters Raw, which is the entire album without the narration, mm-hmm. it's just a really good progressive rock concept album. I mean, once you get rid of, the, like you said, once you get rid of that narration, that guy over to telling like the like the literal story, mm-hmm. like we talked about when we talked about lyrical content, this yeah. guy is telling, like reading from a book. You get rid of that, it's an incredible record. Okay. So... Um, and again, just all its safeties. Whatever I can just grab and, and go. Okay. Um, what did I listen to? I did go back and listen to one or two things from last week. I got more of a listen to Children of Bodom uh, and Seven Dust. Um, aside from those two and listening to the Wasp album, because I actually had to listen to it. Okay, I didn't have to listen to it. I listened to it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pretty much my main time of listening to music is me driving to and from work. So figured that that was... Um, the last two days were Wasp. In the middle of all that was the new Amorphous album. When it came out weeks ago, first week of September, I had mentioned that I really wanted to hear it. I love Amorphous. I don't give them enough credit. Um, 
and I finally was able to get um, a copy of it from Pat. I need to actually pick up a physical copy, but man, it is so fucking good. <laughs> like I, those guys just again, like I, they they have a little bit of everything for me, and I can I can I can tolerate the their harsh vocals because everything else about them is just so amazing. And so I've listened to that album maybe three four times this week. Um, aside from that, a one off listen to the Muse album Resistance. Just because I had it, I had and it's a great fucking album. I got like four tracks in, and then I got the Amorphous album. So oh, I was like, nope, well, you're done. <laughs> Get dude, out of my face. that that record. I remember yeah. when I got that one. It's like, holy fuck, who are these guys? Muse, like, I I I don't know if they we considered metal, but they do have At some all. heavier tracks. No, I mean, they have heavier tracks, and they're definitely influenced by Queen. Yeah, like ridiculously influenced by it's, Queen. It's the vocals that really suck you in. Yeah, yeah. The vocals are I, like, and some of the some of the the music itself, yeah. like the opening track, is incredible. And then um, I don't know the name of the track. I think it's like number three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a staccato uh, pick part of like the violins and whatnot that mm-hmm. really just draws you in. And they're a really great rock band. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's pretty much it from from my week. Um. Next week, actually, the rest of this month is going to be a lot of bigger new release stuff. The next three weeks are going to be pretty hefty. We're going to have a hard time nailing down a top three for October. I can tell you that right now because it's going to be a lot of big stuff coming out. Uh, but for right now, let's go into news. Okay. Now, unfortunately, f- I could not pull up anything for news this week. Uh, well, I've, I've been on it a little bit. Uh, so I'll take, I'll take over from you're, here. You're, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take a nap now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so... A band that not many people like, apparently, they kind of... They f- it feels like almost when you talk about these guys, you f- you're talking about the Juggalos. Um, Mushroom Head. Oh. Uh, the third singer, Waylon Revis, has left the band. He was described as the Yannick Gers of this band. He danced around a lot. Yeah. Pretty much what it is, is he was brought in when one of the... Apparently, Mushroom has always had two singers. One of them left, so they brought in this guy, Waylon. When the original singer wanted to come back... He came back and they kept Waylon. So they had three singers for a time. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. It, it, it works for uh, uh, Amaranth. These are three just front men, though. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't play instruments. So I, I think... Is that the case with... The, if you look at the video for the, uh, for the Amaranth song, uh, Drop Dead Cynical, there are three singers there and they're not doing anything else. Oh, okay. That could be wrong. Oh, what about Van Canto? <laughs> they're all singers. <laughs> they're all singers, damn it. <laughs> But, you know, that was just uh, a little bummer for that guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, Speaking of bummers, I got three horrible things going on here. Um, So we can't play. Everything is awesome. (laughs) We're never going to play. We're never going to play. The first two I I mentioned, and I don't know anything about the bands, but it's just just tough to to hear about these sorts of things. Uh, The former Goat Lord guitarist, I don't even have his name written down. Apparently, though, he killed a woman her seven-year-old son, and then killed himself. So we're talking murder service side here. So you just hate to hear about silly things like that. You don't know. I'm not sure what the relationship was with him and the woman, whether they were dating or whether he, it was his kid or not. Or yeah. I don't know any of the details. I haven't seen any updates since uh, the initial release of the, the information. Um, you just hate to hear things like that yeah, absolutely. In, in general. Um, Nunslaughter drummer Jim Konya passed away after suffering a stroke, unfortunately. Again, I know nothing about the band, but 
you know, rest yeah, in peace there. I, I remember the the original article from a month ago, like Metal Sucks posted, like, trying to... Yeah, there was a GoFundMe for him. For, yeah, for yeah. his medical medical yeah. expenses and, and whatnot. mentioned that on there, so... Um, and last one for bummer side is Satyricon frontman. I'm just going to call him Satir. Um, I can't I read my handwriting. Whatever. The frontman, he found out after being rushed to the hospital that he has a brain tumor. Mm. Um, fortunately enough, though, it seems to be that it's benign, which means it's not gonna. It doesn't affect him. He can live with it in his head right now. But the doctor said that if it does get any bigger, they're going to have to operate, and it's going to be a very delicate procedure. Mm. So hopefully. You know, stays where it is. Nothing happens, and he can continue being all sorts of black metal. <laughs> On to happier news. <laughs> can we make can we make a band called All Sorts of Black Metal? <laughs> Absolutely, I'm in. Awesome. Um, On to more positive news, and it's all of it's involving recording, mm. and all of it involves bands that I particularly love. Number one, Killswitch Engage is done recording their album. Hey. It should be released early next year. Okay, I am stoked because when Jesse Leach rejoined the band and they um, released this on Descent, I fucking I just refell in love with that band. I love that record. I think it was an incredible step forward for them, um, away from the kind of sappy stuff that Howard Jones is writing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Jesse Leach's voice, and before Disarmed Descent, my favorite Killswitch Engage album was Alive or Just Breathing. With Jesse, so that's good news. Another good news: Ramstein's back in the studio working on new material. Yep, they're releasing their um, DVD in America very soon. Yeah, uh, so they're getting just getting the juices flowing again, and they're just going to be continuously hitting us up with some German industrial metal. Since uh, you you know stream things all the time, was there a stream weeks months ago for the solo album from uh, from the singer? I'm not sure, but he did release a new video this week. Okay. Because like, I've seen the album at Best Buy, and I'm like, is this going to be any good? Is it going to be the same thing as Ramstein? I think if you if you look up, um, if you just go to Metal Sucks or in Metal Injection, you'll find the video. You'll probably get a good idea. Okay. Just don't watch it at work. Apparently, it's not safe for work. Anything Ramstein is not safe for work for the Truth. most part. All right. <clears throat> Revocation is working on new material already. These guys have released albums in 2008, 2009, 2011, 2013, 2014, and an EP in 2012. So if you want to know our thoughts on that, go back a few episodes to the uh, quantity over quality or so on and so forth. This is one of those bands, though, where quantity is quality. These guys have, like, I got the last two records, and the the last one that came out in 2014, Deathless, was one of my favorite ones of last year. Mm. It was so fucking good. Um, the guys are incredibly musicians. They write incredibly catchy metal songs, but not poppy. Like they're just really fucking good. I can't get enough of them. So another album, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> and Corrosion Conformity, last one. Corrosion Conformity is going into the studio with Pepper Keenan. So if you guys have been following Corrosion Conformity, you know that for a while there they were disbanded. Pepper was doing down full time. Corrosion Conformity came back as a three-piece. They released an album a couple of years ago. They just started touring as Corrosion Conformity with Pepper because Downer seems to be on a little hiatus right now with uh, Phil doing his own thing and everyone else doing their Phil own thing. doing everything else. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but apparently they are going into the studio. They're going to record with Pepper. So if they make Deliverance Part 2, I'm happy. 
Um, and that's it for news. Okay. Like I said, I don't have any news. The one thing I had brought up was pretty much uh, the Ramstein thing. Um, just because it's it's cool if you're a buyer of digital music, go on to Amazon right now. There's apparently over 11,000 albums on sale for less than $7 each. Uh, a lot of new stuff, a lot of old stuff. If you're a buyer of digital music... It is your time. Your time has come. Yeah. If you're me, you're sorely disappointed. <laughs> Every time they get sucked into that. I was sitting there making a list like, I'm going to go through all 400 fucking pages of this. I'm going to buy everything. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, wait, it's all digital. So suck my dick, digital. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, aside from that, news was a little bit light this week in general. So, um, But we're not going to let that hold us back. We're going to go straight into social media highlight. Uh, which you're going to take away because I don't have one this week for a particular reason, which I'll mention when you're done. All right. I'm going to s- probably murder these guys' names. You just you're good at that. Uh, I am. I, I am the worst. <laughs> I pronounce things phonetically. Dacrups. <laughs> <laughs> Correcto. Um, but they are, I believe it's called Under Aegis. A-E-G-I-S. seen the word a billion times i just don't know how it's yeah i just don't know how it's pronounced but they are a progressive metal band from milwaukee wisconsin uh one of the band members followed me i forget whether it was on twitter or it was on instagram doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. um but i decided to check them out they're a four piece um like i said from milwaukee milwaukee actually it's pronounced milwaukee um they have a an ep out from uh 2014 it's called the narcissist Mm -hmm. which i listened to Very straightforward, short songs. Uh, they got some decent vocals, uh, a decent sound. Like because you know this is pretty probably their, like their first thing that they record is demo. Um, but they got some good crushing riffs. There's a lot of potential here. Mm-hmm. There really is. Um, they have a debut album called Live Evil, not the Black Sabbath recording, uh, coming soon. There's a single available on Bandcamp called Smoke and Mirrors. Definitely worth a listen to. Okay. Um, if you want to check them out, they are all over the place. Um, Instagram is underages. Uh, Twitter is at underages wi for Wisconsin. Facebook.com slash underages and then underages.bandcap.com. Definitely worth checking out. Yes, and and, and if they uh, <laughs> if any of you band members listen in, please feel free to correct us in the pronunciation. Yeah, send us a little, little like Snapchat video or something like that, and just be like, no. <laughs> You dumb, dumb <laughs> as hell. <laughs> uh, uh, completely unrelated to that, but still, you know, relevant enough. I remember a couple of years ago, um, with people not being able to fully, properly pronounce um, 
Ariane Anthony Lucasen's uh, name. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sure of his last name, but I believe they have one of those things, like those little sound clips, where somebody actually spoke it properly. Like they put it up on his website so they can get it right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should do that for all these goddamn bands. Yeah, and it, it's 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 Ariane Anthony Lucasen. I'm pretty sure. So, but it's spelled Argent, damn it. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Argin, Argin vlog. <laughs> you start speaking like a Swedish chef. <laughs> All right. The reason I didn't do a social media highlight this week is because um, I went to a concert last night, and since I went by myself, uh, I didn't want to do an I saw the show, I saw a show video by myself. So I figured I'd just talk about it here on the podcast, especially because I have a bit of a, a, a gripe about something in particular. About the show, I saw Overkill and Symphony X at the Alamo City Music Hall last night. Uh, you bought the ticket for me for my birthday. Happy birthday! I was going to go to the show regardless, but <laughs> I was just like, "Hey, that's a good idea." Um, my eighth time seeing Symphony X, I walked in knowing what to expect because I've seen them. Um, <clears throat> I've seen them from um, tour for the Odyssey, Paradise Lost, and Iconoclast. So I like I know how they do things. They come up when they have a new album out. They come up, they play like half of the new album, and then they play some previous album stuff and one old track. So walking into this, I knew I'm gonna hear a whole lot of Underworld, which unfortunately I was not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I was not gonna be crazy about whatever they're gonna throw at me. Um, they did play the two tracks that I know the best because they're the ones that came out just before the album came out. So Nevermore was there. Nevermore was what they opened with. And then um, the ballad, I can't remember the name of the song. I haven't even really listened to it since I listened to it that July. Yeah. Well, I could have gotten it from, from Amazon for six ninety nine Digital. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Balls. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> As in suck on my. But um, then, you know, they, they started, after they played all those tracks, they started playing stuff from Paradise Lost, which is my favorite one. Um, so they, they pulled out Serpent's Kiss. Um, I think they played Set the World on Fire. They played Paradise Lost? They didn't play Paradise Lost. Oh! They did play Iconoclast, the, the, the title track, really? which, which was cool. Um, they played uh, Sh- uh, Shadows and Sin, or uh, Sin and Shadows. I can't remember which way it goes, but that's from Divine Wings of Tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's the one old song that they always play. And I'm like, guys, anything else. That's like Metallica playing Seek and Destroy at the end of every concert. Yeah, but I mean, like, at least Metallica does mix up their stuff. Like, everything pre-2000, Symphony X doesn't touch anymore. And Is there a particular reason? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, hmm. like the, when, they did, when they did their live album, Live on the Edge of Forever, they played um, Five, the new mythology suite, in its entirety. And then ever since Odyssey, or, or even Paradise Lost, they stopped playing a lot of that older stuff. They'll Can still, Russell Allen still sing it? Oh yeah, I'm sure. It's still. I'm just curious. It's still. He still sounds great. Just, what I could hear of him. Yeah, well, you yeah. get into that in a minute. Well, yeah, yeah. But um, it just it just bothers me that they 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 really neglect the oldest possible stuff, and it's like I I love it so much. I want to hear Church of the Machine. I want to hear Damnation Game. I want to hear these tracks, and they they just don't play stuff from these albums anymore. Like the closest they get, otherwise, is sometimes they'll play. Um, when they were doing the Paradise Lost tour, and they were doing, um, I think they were playing the last track of the album. Unfortunately, I can't remember. I think it's like all Latin anyway. They would cut into um, part of the song Divine Wings of Tragedy. 
So like that's as close as we we get sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, we gotta play some more old shit because they're 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 like, excluding their their self titled debut, um, Damnation Game, Divine Wings of Tragedy, Twilight and Olympus, like a trifecta of fucking amazing. Like I'm not such a big fan of Five, and obviously we know everything after that because Odyssey and Paradise mm-hmm. Lost. But like they neglect some of these prime material, and it kills me. But obviously, otherwise, they put on a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Overkill. Overkill, uh, I'm not as familiar with. They've been around for... Ever. Well, I think uh, I saw a shirt that said established 1980, so we're looking at like 35 years now. So mm-hmm. they've been around for a long-ass fucking time. they got a lot of material. They're eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Actually, that'd be pretty great if, if like, this Bobby Blitz shows up. Just goes, ah, fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> but um, coming for you, Pat. <laughs> coming for you, Pat. <laughs> but uh, but no. Again, I don't know enough of their stuff. Um, I only have a couple albums from them. Um, I did know some of the new tracks. Um, so they started off playing White Devil, um, no, White Devil Armory, the the. the the title track. Yeah. So they, they they come they come out and they just kick ass. Um, I have no complaints. Again, not familiar enough with anything, but for what they for what I saw, what I know, they kick ass. Well, they're one of those bands that we talked about um, in colleagues or t- contemporaries of Metallica yeah. who are still kicking ass. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, right there's, up there with Testament and Anthrax. There's and, no stopping these guys. Yeah. yeah. They they and again for what I heard of it, Bobby Blitz sounded really good. Um, I don't know if the rest of the band has been there since the very beginning or not, because I'm not as familiar with their lineup and everything. Uh, but my big gripe about the show was the sound of the venue. It was atrocious. <laughs> it was just a muddled mess. I can, Again, I keep saying, like, oh, what I heard of these singers, because I could barely hear them half the time. It was just bad. And, and again, I'm listening to it thinking, oh, eh, you know, they, they start off playing and then they kind of mix it better and it sounds good. No, the entire fucking show, it sounded bad. Oy. And I was just so bummed about it. And I was, I was telling you before, um, during Symphony X's set, um, not only did it seem like Russell Allen was very much aware that the sound was bad because he kept kind of motioning towards his ears and he kind of kept putting on a grimace for the first few songs. Um, but I, at one point, I'm sitting over on one side of the venue. I go to the other side towards the end of the show as I'm you know, nearing towards the door and everything. And at, I watch Michael Romeo do a solo. I say I watched Michael Romeo do a solo because I didn't hear the fucking solo because I was on the other side of the venue. So anything that was coming out of his amplifier, I couldn't hear. And I wasn't that far off. That's horrible. And I was like, this, this is... This is rough. This is nothing worse than going to a show and spending money and for a band you know is going to sound awesome, and then, then they sound like shit. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with them. And I'm I'm hoping like like you know maybe bad night. I'm hoping like just sound wise bad night. Yeah, because you know a couple of good shows are coming to the Alamo City. We Music just Hall. missed Trivium and Tremonte over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw the list when I went and bought your ticket. I mean, it looks it looks impressive. Fate's warnings coming over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I I want to go see some of this stuff. I think um I think Agnostic Front's coming there in November. Ooh, wow. So I'm like, okay. I I kind of want to see these shows, but. If I go see another show there and the sound is just as bad, I'm going to be turned off to seeing anything there. Right, right. So I'm hoping, you know, this was just a fluke. Unfortunately, the fluke happens to, like, to one of my favorite bands. Right. So I'm like, hmm. 
But aside from that, you know, I got this sweet shirt that I'm wearing right now. I got a Texas-specific overkill T-shirt. I love that. Yeah, that's I, a great shirt. I, I, I'm big into like show-specific things. Like I have a, I have this really cool CKY poster for Irving Plaza that we we got from from Tower actually. Yeah, we went to that show. We went to the show. Yeah, which was cool. And they're they're also numbered. Um, but I also got a poster. Uh, if you if you spent. Uh, significant amount of extra money. Yeah. You could have gone into a, a VIP thing for the show last night. I uh, obviously would not have had you do that. I would not have spent that money myself. No. But, you know, VIP stuff, they sign posters and crap. They had some of the leftover posters uh, available for sale. Three bucks. I was like, three dollars for this, This, you know, it's, it's a printout. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm cool. You know, it's, it's, it's show specific. It says Alamo City Music Hall, October 9th. Should say at the bottom... Beware of fucking sound, <laughs> but you know, yeah. So I, got, I, got, I walked up with some cool stuff, but um, yeah, just the sound. I'm, I'm worried about the next show I see there. Yeah. So uh, here's hoping for that. But otherwise, the bands looked good. What I could hear on them, they sounded good. Uh, I, I, I can't see any either band being the ones to let me down. Yeah. So. Fortunately enough, the, all the shows that I've seen here, I've seen shows at the Backstage Live, which is a little venue, tiny venue. I saw Mastodon Opeth there, okay. and Ghost. That was. Incredible show, and they sounded incredible. Like I was not expecting that place to sound that good. What place was it? Uh, Backstage Live. Okay. It was downtown, um, or just outside downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a show at the AT and T Center, which is your your basic arena. I saw Iron Maiden there, uh, so I, I mean that's where you, you you're going to expect that to sound good. Yeah. I mean it's going to sound like NASA Coliseum. It's going to sound like Madison Square Garden. It's a big place. Right next to AT and T Center is the Freeman Coliseum, which is a smaller venue, mm-hmm. more open. Um, I saw um, Five Finger Death Punch Kill Switch Engage and Trivium there and that sounded really good too okay. I was very happy with that the one I'm looking forward to seeing is the Majestic Theater when we go see King Diamond this uh, November that's Aztec Theater Aztec Theater sorry Aztec Theater very much looking forward to seeing what that sounds like I I, I, keep, I kept seeing things about it you know like yeah, it's downtown and everything I didn't realize it's on the fucking Riverwalk yeah I didn't realize that until I saw it I was like oh shit I'm walking yeah. over there yeah so, but you mentioned the Majestic Theater. Um, I want to go see Symphonic Queen there because there's a symphony playing fucking Queen songs. Oh shit! In October, and that's right up my alley. Yeah, it is. So I may go check that out myself at some point. Um, but um, I realized while driving down to the show yesterday that there are a lot of venues all close to each other here in San Antonio because I passed by two Ten Capones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, where the, the Civic Extra was supposed to be, wasn't it? It's where we thought it was originally. It's where it was originally listed to be. Uh-huh. And then suddenly it was changed to okay. the uh, Yeah. So, but like you pass by two Tenkapones, you go two blocks up ahead, you're at the Alamo City Music Hall. You have AT&T Center further down the way, I believe. Um, Alamo, the Alamo Dome nearby. Right. And I think like one more not far off. So like they're all like on the same block. Yeah. Which is really goddamn cool. It kind of reminds me of, of Manhattan like that. You know, yeah. where you have like Madison Square Garden and uh, Hammerstein Ballroom. Mm. Down the street, you got Urban BB, Plaza. BB Kings. BB Kings. Um, and Roseland yeah. before it was not Roseland anymore. So it's very easy to get to all these places. It's just, you know, now I'm a little weary about what it's going to sound like. So I have to, I am, I'm going to have to go and see these, these smaller venues you know, yeah, like I said, check out Backstage Live. That sounded really good. Okay. Yeah, if, you, if you find something that's interested in there. Mm-hmm. The only thing that sucked for me there was parking. Parking sucked. But, you know, that, I, goes, I, to, that goes with any show. I had to pay for parking last night for the show, which, you know... It's, well, you're at the Riverwalk, and you got to pay. Well, no, actually, I wasn't even... I wasn't close enough to the Riverwalk to do it. Oh. This, this was, like, 
a parking lot for the venue oh, across, okay. across the street, ten bucks. It's it's, yeah. it's rough, but whatever. Um, so yeah, great show for, for despite the sound, and I, I would like to go see them again at a, in a, under better circumstances. But here's hoping for better sound quality on the rest of the shows that I see down here in Texas. Um, so we're gonna go on to our discussion point right now, which. We're going to go into our discussion point now, which uh, you had suggested earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. I I have not seen any bit of news about this. You have to give me all the information right now. All right. Well, right now. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees came out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm going to first give you the list of names that are nominated, and then we can discuss them. Okay. Deep Purple. The fact that they're not in is a – we'll get into it. Cheap Trick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. The Cars. Mm-hmm. Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. Chic. The JBs. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Los Lobos. Mm-hmm. Steve Miller. Mm-hmm. NWA. The Smiths. The Spinners. And probably the youngest group to be nominated Nine Inch Nails. Start from the top. Deep Purple. Why are they not fucking in it already? Why is this an issue? Now, with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm, I'm only – I don't pay much attention to these things. Um, I only – Well, the stipulation I I is for the, to, be, to be eligible 25 years, 25 right? years after 20, your first release. First release, okay. Um, and they only pick six on a yearly basis, correct? Uh, I don't know about that part. I, I just know that this is the list of nominees. Okay. I think Purple was on it last year, and they're still not fucking in. Oh, Purple should have been on there. Purple is, has been eligible – for a long time. Since 94? First album was 69, I believe. Well, 69, 68. Still, I mean, so, so they, they should have been first, first ballot, like, See, right away. The problem, the problem with, with the idea of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, like, again, I think they only pick a good six to eight band, uh, artists. Right. Um, and rock and roll... The idea of rock and roll is very widespread. I can see a lot of people getting s- snubbed out yearly. But the thing is, then you got bands... Or groups, because you can't call them bands, like NWA getting nominated. They're not a rock and roll group at all. We'll get to them in, in when we get to the list. We'll, we'll go down them one by one. Uh-huh. But um, I, can, I can see why certain artists will be pushed out, but I think what would annoy me more is a less, quote-unquote, less deserving band being put in before them. And Deep Purple... Should be in there already. Yeah, most so, certainly. So, well, the thing is, they're now starting to in, to induct some of these. Uh, we can call them heavier bands. Metallica's in. They were first ballot. As soon as they were eligible, they were put in. That's balls, though. Yeah, Green Day, Nirvana, all of them are in. First time eligible. Um, they just put in Rush. They just put in Kiss. Mm-hmm. They put in Black Sabbath like three years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just now getting to these artists that. Really but shaped. It really irks me that you know I, I already have this huge gripe about Nirvana, and you know that. Yeah, I know that. But like to see them get in, to see, even Green Day. Like I like Green Day, but to see these guys get in before you know. That's the thing. Like I don't mind them being in, mm-hmm. but to do it before Deep Purple. Yeah. And before Rush. Before Kiss. And before Kiss. 
and like right after Black Sabbath when like they're the architects of the music that we love and and of the different form of rock and roll. Was Green Day last year's one? I think they were last year. Okay, so they they got in later, but still, it's like. The thing is, it was also their first year of eligibility. These guys are getting in first time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if Deep Purple's been honestly um, eligible since 1994, that's 20 fucking years of just getting snubbed. I mean, that's just disrespectful. I mean, I can honestly say that if they decided, like, we don't know who to put in because Deep Purple has so many fucking lineups they can't pick, Mm -hmm. I can see that. But there's still still not a reason to even, like, not even consider them. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So having to think about it a little more does not mean you should just kind of, you know. And the thing is, like, you look at this list and you know that there's certain people who are going to get in first ballot. NWA will probably get in only because of the movie that came out this year. They're 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 a topic of conversation. I I don't okay. I don't think they are. They're obviously not rock and roll. I think that if there was a different. if it was a Hall of Fame for rap, they would be a number one. Oh yeah, yeah, because they they were they they still are the thing for rap. Yeah. So, I mean, I like I said, honor them all you want, but don't put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before a rock and roll band. Didn't the like Beastie Boys get in? I think they did too. Yeah, but I mean, like, again, I think LL Cool J's in. Madonna's in. You know, that's why you know Janet Jackson's now eligible mm-hmm. she's more of a pop singer than anything else See, like they have to they have to either amend the name or something because like again it, it, you're not really you're not really rock and roll anymore you're you're hitting all the genres if you just called it music hall of fame or something of that nature yeah that's cool and then you can have separate like sections yeah yeah or like kind of like kind of like an award show is like you know this year's nominees for the heavy metal hall of fame or the Pop Rock Hall of Fame or yada, yada, yada. But, and then that would just make it more like the Grammys, in which case no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. That's also true. So It's just it's just rough to, to, to think about bands like Deep Purple, yeah. who are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm pretty sure that every single guitar player has learned Smoke on the Water. That yeah. automatically should get you just, you know, front of the front of the line. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge Deep Purple fan. I I, I I acknowledge that they are as influential as they are and whatnot, but I can acknowledge also that they should be on there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like actually, I had no idea that Los Lobos was that old. Oh yeah. I had no idea. Los Lobos. And then the Smiths, which I. Oh, uh, what was the next you said? Uh, All right, we got Deep Purple. Okay. Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick, another one. They've been around for a while. They should be on there. What the hell? The thing is, like, for them, I, this is me personally. I really don't know any of their music besides I Want You to Want Me. Um, Dream Police. Is that for them? Is that Dream? No. Is it? I don't remember. And the Kids Are All Right? Is that the name of the song? Kids no. Are All Right? I don't remember. So, I'm, I'm I just... I don't know. And then, Yes. I mean, Yes has been around forever until Billy Squire passed away this recent recently. Mm. And they're just one of those bands that have been around forever and they're influential they're a prog rock band I mean they're just like when you talk to prog rock musicians they mention you know certain bands um, Rush some people mention Genesis Peter Gabriel Genesis and they mention yes all in the same sentence so I'm pretty sure a lot of keyboardists out there would probably you know give up some of their uh, their toes to get the fingers of Rick Wakeman yeah definitely I mean yeah Aryan had him on um, oh yeah the, well, it was on the last one, right? I, I think so. I think it was on the last one. I think so. So, um, Chicago. 
Another band has been around forever. Yeah, just I, I, I mean, it, I'm not too familiar with their stuff. Even. But the fact that they're not in is just like when you think of classic rock bands that have been around for a long time and still do it, and mm-hmm. they had their hit songs and whatnot, and they're not in the Rock and Hall of Fame. It was like and, and a quick thing before we go into the next one of the lists. Like I was saying before, like they only pick so many per uh, per year to go in there. Which means that next year you have a whole new slew of people to add to this list. You're just creating this huge list. You got to do something to kind of whittle it down a little. Yeah, bit. like I, I, you got you to expand the number of people you bring in every year, or you got to start splitting it up because this is like again, you're just going to keep pissing people off to the point where you don't matter anymore. Which is you know again, we're sitting here pissing and moaning about it, but ultimately, like you guys, you just keep forgetting our stuff. So it's like we don't give a shit about you, <laughs> you know. Next would be the cars. I don't know anything from I don't them. really know much about them either. Then Shocker Khan. I mean... I don't really know. Um, Sheik. The fuck is Sheik? Sheik is C-H-I-C? C-H-I-C. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The JBs. <laughs> yeah. Janet Jackson. Again, like... Okay. Long enough of a career, done enough stuff that they could be... It, it should be acknowledged in some way, but a rock and roll Hall of Fame... Mm, yeah, right. You know? Los Lobos. I don't know. Steve Miller. Yeah, again... He's another one I'm surprised he's not in there yet. Yeah. I mean, he's been around forever, and, you know, he's had his all of his hit songs, Fly Like an Eagle, The Joker, Take the Money and Run, yada, 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 all the good stuff. You know what, though? I don't like Steve Miller. <laughs> I really don't like Steve Miller. I actually kind of do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a big fan, but I'm, I'm a casual listener. Like, I won't go out of my way to listen to him, but I won't go out of my way to not listen to him. Yeah. yeah. NWA, we talked about him. Them. Them. Yeah. The Smiths. I like the Smiths. I love the Smiths. Actually, they're really cool. I, I mean, I, I don't really. Morrissey can be a pretentious douchebag, but I mean that goes with being British. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, and the spinners. I don't know the spinners. I don't, I don't know who they are. And then Nine Inch Nails. I mean, that's like, like NWA and Nine Inch Nails are kind of like our generation's uh, inductees this year. I like Nine Inch Nails, but if they get in this year, like it's just another testament to like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Right. So they're just picking from the newer generation, probably to keep interest alive or something like that. I don't but know. You're, but you're. Uh, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get the mindset. I don't, I don't get why. And this is why stuff like this is kind of lost on me at this point. Yeah. Like, well, my favorite thing is to listen to Eddie Trunk rant about it. I mean, he gets, he gets fucking adamant and like, like you just listening to him on the radio, you, you can feel the, the, the spit coming from the microphone into your ear. He's you, screaming. You and just like, hear it shorting out. <laughs> uh, he is so fucking passionate about it to the point where people are like, you should just make up your own thing. And it's like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> he has his own show. He's already doing it well right? enough. So he's had his own show for thirty fucking years. I yeah. think he's doing it all right. Yeah. Now, well, that he has his own. He has the radio show and he has that metal show. Which is I love that show so yeah, much. So fuck yeah. It's just. Uh, it's just. I think it's. I don't know. It, it just seems like there's a lot of things that are, are wrong with it. Mm-hmm. The the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It just seems like there's things that are missing. Yeah. And that they're placating to certain things or certain certain people I guess that it it just doesn't feel right you know I mean like when when they do make decisions and everything and the big show that they have it's entertaining yeah you know like I watched I watched whatever they had it was only a few months ago that they had the last one um, 
Well, they've been replaying. I think it was like, like earlier in the year, but they replay it for like yeah, months after yeah. That. So what I saw of that again, it's entertaining, but like the whole. The details behind it just suck. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't like the fact that some people can get in multiple times. Like, Eric Clapton's in there like three times. Solo. Um, I think even Derek and the Dominoes. You can't put a limit on God. <laughs> well, dude. But then you got... The, the other thing that pissed me off is like, I think last year they, they introduced, they inducted the E Street Band. They inducted Bruce Springsteen separately and then the E Street Band. Why not Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. I don't. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. It just bothers me because that's the only thing that, like, the only time I hear about Bruce Springsteen is with the E Street Band, and the only time you hear about the E Street Band is with Bruce Springsteen. Why are they separate entities? They're not. They're not. I don't get it. I don't know, man. Like I said, these these, these are little details that make you go, yeah, I, I don't want to think about this. I'm just gonna kind of ignore it. And all. if you can get it multiple times, Dio. <laughs> See that that's the thing like someone like someone like him will get snubbed till the end of days yeah. for like uh, he he won't get in for rainbow he won't get for, in for a solo for band all the praise that Dio gets I don't think he gets enough no honestly he doesn't he gets a lot of praise in our community anything outside of the metal community you mentioned the word Dio they're going to say Spanish for God right and yes absolutely <laughs> yeah, I, I I you know. I remember back in the day, a certain brother of mine. <laughs> by the way, I only have one brother. <laughs> Way to specify. <laughs> a certain brother of mine used to give me a lot of crap for listening to Dio. This is you used to do it just to bust my balls. Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. remember, remember, Iron Maiden sucks, dude. Why are you listening to that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I While I s- uh, like very sneakily behind your back, steal your CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But like, I, I, I remember um, um, years ago when um, when you had your band, mm-hmm. and this is like before you actually made the demo. This is when you had like the original singer. Oh God! And you did that radio interview, and they all they asked you guys, you know, Black Sabbath. <laughs> they they had mentioned Black Sabbath, and the person who was interviewing asked Black Sabbath Ozzy or Black Sabbath Tony Martin. I was like, you didn't even mention fucking Dio. Wow. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I also, I also remember the first time I listened to Live Evil. It was a buddy of mine at St. Anthony's. Had you it. were not a fan of that, and I was not. I was the number one. I didn't realize I wasn't that. I was into Black Sabbath, but I was only into like the first four or five albums. Yeah. So I had no idea that Black Sabbath had a different singer at the aside time, aside from the Wayne's World soundtrack. Aside from that, yeah. Um. So when I heard Dio singing NIB. Mm-hmm. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. No, 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 no. This is incorrect and wrong. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing your deal impression? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was so completely thrown off. But then Time Machine, and then going back and listening to the, the deal records, is like, I'm sorry. I mean, to be, to be perfectly honest, hearing him do the Aussie stuff is a little weird. Any, hearing anybody do the Aussie stuff is weird. Well, Dio's voice does not does not do what Ozzy's does. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm not saying he does it poorly, but I don't think Dio's voice is a match for Ozzy's material. I think Ozzy's, um, he had a creepier voice because of the way he sings and he was good with the slower stuff. Yeah. Like, um, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yeah. Um, 
NIB is a relatively slow, like not. A, it's a more upbeat track, but it's not. A, it's not like paranoid or anything like that. For, for NIB, it's it's the breakdown parts that he yeah. sound better for. Yeah. But like when he's doing the verses, it doesn't sound as good. But the music they wrote for Dio matched him so much more, oh, yeah. so much better than. That's why Ozzy would probably never, ever, 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 ever sing a Dio Black Sabbath song. He just can't. Oh do yeah. It. Oh yeah. He no. just can't fucking do it. No. So. Be interesting to see him try. But. No, no, it would <laughs> okay. be murder. It would have been interesting to see him try decades ago. It, it, it would be like watching so, or listening to somebody punch kittens in the face. <laughs> Maybe they could have done like what um, what uh, Ari and Lukasen and um, Tobias Sammet did, and they covered a song and they did it together. Did you ever, you ever hear that? I don't know. Um, they covered Alice Cooper elected. Oh, I don't think I heard that. Was it on? Uh, it's, a, it's a single. Okay, is it yeah. on? Was it like an Arion thing, or was it a, T- or a Tobias thing, or what? I, I think it was more Arion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's funny because you have you know the two of them doing their their thing. They make a very fun metal cover. Like you heard, um, you heard Arion's cover of the Slime by Frank Zappa. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah, that was um, the bonus material. Yeah. 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 So figure figure that, but like applied to an Alice Cooper song and. Arian's putting on his his best Alice Cooper impression. Oh God! And Tobias is doing Tobias, Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked really well. I was like, man, that'd be great. You do that with other artists who have these these feuds like that, you know. But yeah, we got really off track. We got really whole, off track, but who cares? We really tried through the whole rock and roll thing. But yes, Dio would likely be snubbed till the end of fucking days. Yeah, you know, and it's a shame too because. Yeah. Like I said, he can get in multiple times with his work on his solo band, Rainbow. If they ever decide to do Black Sabbath Part 2 for mm. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because of, you know, Dio. Because mm. uh, that is just as popular, if not more popular, than the Black Sabbath with Ozzy. Um, by Heaven and Hell. <laughs> the band Heaven and yeah, Hell. Yeah, well. Uh, probably throw Elf in there. Why not? Well, what the fuck? So, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a shame that someone like that will probably never, ever get recognized. Yeah. And it... It's just disturbing, and that's and again that's why I I don't really tune into these things. It's like it's like when you hear about it afterwards, like okay, that's cool and everything, but when you hear about the specifics behind it, you're like, fuck that, right? Fuck that. Like again, Grammys. You hear about who wins? Oh, oh that's cool. You hear about the specifics behind it, like who lost? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like when Tenacious D wins. Yeah, that's a disaster. You yeah, know, like 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 you think okay, like I like Tenacious D. That's cool. They beat out like I, I don't even remember the list at this point. They probably, I think it was like the the usual bands like Stone Sour, Slipknot, um, Killswitch Engage. Like yeah. they re, they beat out real metal bands, not yeah, a parody yeah. metal band. Yeah, exactly. You know? so and then the the thing that gets me about the Grammys is that Motorhead won for a cover. for a cover of a Metallica song. Metallica won for a cover of a Queen song. One year, I mean, it's just a joke. They just throw out like whoever's like. They just throw the album, or the the award at somebody who's popular at the time or something like that. Like Slayer's won one for I forget what, but they're the Grammy Award winning Slayer now. Uh, Eyes of the Insane on on Christ Illusion, which like like know. who picks these songs that get nominated? Who decides who wins? Yeah. And the worst part about it is is that those awards are never televised. Number one, yeah, they don't perform. Metal artists don't perform at the Grammys ever, except for Metallica. Metallica's the only one that of I know of. Um, they got Foo Fighters to represent The Rock while Dave Grohl wears a Slayer t-shirt, which is, you know, just kind of thumbing his nose at people, which is great. But then they took away uh, awards from Hard Rock and Heavy Metal. There used to be a, 
a best hard rock album and a best heavy metal album or yeah. single or whatever, and they put them back, together, put them back right? together. Best hard rock or heavy metal. Yeah. And one award, not televised, probably recorded before all the, the celebrities get there. Mm. And that just bothers the shit out of me. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because, you know, it's... Well, it's, it should surprise us. I mean, considering the fact that we talked about this before, that hard rock and heavy metal is ripping up the charts in comparison to some of these pop artists well we got like four or five different guys at the top of the list at any given time mm-hmm. yet we're not being recognized at all anywhere else I kind of like it that way <laughs> that's, that's the thing I like because like when I when I read things about like certain artists getting like um, an unexpected recognition like the the band I was talking about before which is going to be on a certain video that we're recording after this, A Sound of Thunder. On their website, they talk about how they um, ended up on some sort of Heat Seekers chart on Billboard. Mm-hmm. They're not a very well-known band. True. I didn't know about them until I saw their name being released, uh, an album being released. And I was like, oh man, if they are on these charts, they fucking deserve it. They're good. They're goddamn good. So when I like when I see these things happening, I'm like, okay, good, good. They're, they're, they're appearing. I don't need anybody to recognize that it's happening. I don't need somebody from above sitting there saying, oh, shit, look at these people down here. They're mm-hmm. doing something big. I just need to know that it's happening. So when somebody finally decides to take notice, you be like, well, we've been here the whole time. Where have you been? Uh, so. I just I – just, it, it's been going on throughout our whole lives where um, you mentioned what you listen to and you get these stares. Mm-hmm. And after 30 years, it's like, guys, get with it. <laughs> it's a thing. And – Everyone goes to the assumption that they were singing about we're singing about killing babies and satanic worship and all this good shit. It's like, guys, really? See, th- thankfully, I haven't gotten that shit in a while. Oh God, I still get it to this day. I, I, I thankfully don't get much of that. Just you know, I, I can for every time that somebody would say that, I can throw examples right back. And be I like, know, but the thing is, that there shouldn't be there shouldn't be need to. There yeah. should be like, if you guys are going to make statements like that, just do a little research but I, and. I'm, Unfortunately, though, that is the stigma for any style of music. Yeah. I mean... I At least I, I can make fun of rap, because I know it, mm-hmm. you know, of what I know, and I've heard a lot of it, especially mm-hmm. when I was working at the studio. I heard a lot of rap, and I know I don't like it mm-hmm. for a particular reason, you know, but I can, and I can give those examples, mm-hmm. and but people just base it, like, the, the stereotypes of our music based on, like, stuff that happened, like, in the 80s, yeah. and maybe early 90s, like, they... There's absolutely no recognition of what has been going on in the last twenty years. Because if it's not, if it's not, if the information is not spoon-fed to you automatically, then you're just kind of going to go with whatever you, whatever notion you previously had. Yeah. It's just, it's so, just irksome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to follow that up, honestly. <laughs> I, again, that could, that could have been a topic for a whole another podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like again, I I haven't had too many issues with that. I don't have somebody looking at me saying like, "Oh, you're into that," and like you. you listen. I, I mean, I, I I just get it all the time. I mean, I work with kids, so yeah. when I walk when I walk out of the the, the studio that I work at with my hat on, and you yeah. know my hat. Oh um, yeah. The, you know, you get the looks, at the tattoos. Yeah, I was gonna say you're also, you're also tattooed, which is also a different kind of stigma, which we won't even get into. Yeah, we don't one. need to do that. Yeah, and um. You know, I even when I was working at the at the the, the physical fitness studio, the, the the owner, like every time I I would mention a band, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, those devil worshippers!" Like, oh, fuck, I can't get away from it. <laughs> it's, I mean, 
I, I, again, totally I, off topic again, but you yeah, know. I, I, I really, I really can't say I've, I've had that issue lately. And the, the thing that has been nice for me when I got down to here to Texas has been the surprise of how many people are actually into fucking metal down here. I went to, um, I went to the ER with my cat right. uh, like a week or two ago. Obviously, you know about that. Um, I took my cat Icarus. Yes. My cat's name is Icarus. Yes. Fly on your way. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I took ever. I I took him to the ER, and one of the I took him took him three times. One of the times I was wearing my Operation Mind Crime T-shirt. Got into a conversation with a guy about fucking Operation Mind Crime and about the new album. So like you know, quick minute with one of the doctors there, nice. or one of the techs there. So cool, fucking Operation Mind Crime. I go in there uh, another time. Wearing my God Hates a Soul Slayer t-shirt. Lady goes, nice shirt. It's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more of this down here, whereas, like, back in, you know, back in New York, I, like, I see all these people buying t-shirts at these shows. I'm like, you're never going to wear that. I'm never going to fucking see you because you're never going to leave your house. <laughs> I'm never going to hear from you again. I will never see that shirt. So I'm glad you spent that $25, whereas you can just sit at home and not wear a t-shirt at all. Why are you buying I I never got that kind of like widespread metal vibe from from back in well, New York. Well, down here, here, you know, Pantera is like a minor religion. You, you know, know it's, it's, it's funny though because I've worn my Pantera shirt down here, but I haven't gotten anything about it. Well, that's because it's a given. I think. Yeah. I know seriously because like of all the people I know, I I met down here who actual from actually from Texas because a lot of people I've met down here are not from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> strangely enough. Mm-hmm. Um. Every last one of them are Pantera fans. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like God, football, Pantera. I mean, that's like it. that's like it, yeah. you know, and barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and like I like the fact that around here, like as much as I don't like the bands, like you see a lot of kids wearing Ale- asking Alexandria shirts, mm. which is I like I said I don't like the band, but if it gets them into something that's a little bit better and yeah. they grow up and they mature and are listening, just like. I did, yeah. just like you did. If, if that opens them up to, to better stuff, awesome. Wear the shirt all you want. Get into cooler things. Wear better shirts. Yeah, and even like at my job, like I, I've encountered some people who, like on first glance, I would not assume that they are they are metal fans. Again, mm-hmm. you know, it's a hospital setting, so we're all wearing scrubs or or some sort of tidy look. So I, it's it's kind of expected that I would be as unassuming as I am. Right. But I've encountered like five people who I work with that are metal fans. Nice. Uh, even to a point where one of the guys in our, our maintenance department, um, you know, he and I got into a conversation about metal and, and like, you know, King Diamond and stuff like that. And I go into the office where they work and the guy who's in charge of them all um, has a little filing cabinet over on the side and I see um, a live two DVD, Anthrax. Nice. Live at Luna Park Dream Theater. Oh, well and I go done. like, are those yours? And he goes, no, someone let me borrow them. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like again, like I'm 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 feeling a little bit more of like a homely vibe down here, and I'm hoping that you know with with this that we do, going to shows and everything. I don't want to use the term exploit, but I want to exploit that yeah. <laughs> for for our for our benefit because you know this, this kind of stuff and the stuff I do for my channel. I, I do it to get a closer to the audience, to, mm-hmm. to, to the other people. Because, again, I didn't get much of that back in New York. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit too isolated, a little bit too up its own ass. This is 
where we can do this. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm positive about it. So. Yeah, we also talked about possibly bringing in one of my buddies yeah. to join us at least once. Mm. Um, I'm going to actually be seeing him in like two weeks. So we'll figure that out. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. So, yeah, there you go. We, we talked about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we said, fuck them. We are on our own thing. We and then we got on our own topic. <laughs> yeah, we, we got our own little world right here in Texas. So, yeah, we do. So We're seceding. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be no part of that. Thank you. <laughs> but I think we're going to call it there. Yeah, I think we should. Yes. So um, before we get further off topic, in the meantime, until the next podcast, you can go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com/adamantstemplum. You can look forward to the next top three um, for the month of video which is going to be for the month of September. It's coming out on Wednesday, Wednesday the 14th. Um, aside from that, the channel is pretty much going to be a lot of music-related stuff. I am currently putting all of video game stuff uh, on hiatus because I don't have the fucking time or energy to do that. So right now, until the end of the year, it's mostly going to be Shred Shack and music-related. Um, so check it out. Follow me on Twitter, Twitter username Novus Redemptor. You can also follow me on Tumblr, adamantemplum.tumblr.com. Or follow me on Instagram. I post up pictures of my pets, including Icarus, because he's so tiny. He is uh, so tiny and cute. <laughs> Adamant's Templum there. A-D-A-M-A-N-S-T-E-M-P-L-U-M. Chris, what do you got? Uh, I am on Instagram and Twitter, both at UpTheIron3314. Facebook, facebook.com slash UpTheIron3314. If you need any kind of physical fitness ins- uh, inspiration, consultation, uh, nutrition help, you just contact me. I'll do my best to help you out. Um, also, just become my friend on Facebook. Most of the stuff that we talk about here, I usually post on my Facebook page. So you get a sneak peek of what to expect from our podcast week to week. And some of those streams that we talk about, especially the ones that really catch my fancy, I tend to post. And you just keep up with that stuff right there. Um, that's about it. You can also keep up with the uh, the Shred Shack in general and Pat's Metal Reviews. Um, for those of you who found your reviews, way. Reviews, huh? For those of you who found your way here through that, uh, Pat is currently in the month of October, which is his horror uh, theme month. So he's doing a whole lot of film reviews on uh, on Halloween movies, which I have watched two out of the current four that are out right now, and it's always good because he's always entertaining. Um, but well, how's sure that uh, all that remains review? Coming they out? they put that on on indefinite hiatus. I figured as much. Yeah. But um, check out his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the guest nation. You can also follow the Shred Shack in general, uh, facebook.com slash the Shred Shack. Uh, obviously, you can find our links for this podcast as well as link for the weekly live show that Pat and Reese do um, Wednesday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on mywcwp.org, 89.7 FM. Um, I have to start listening in. It's, I tend to forget that it's. It's, it's the worst thing is because like at because seven p.m. there six p.m. here yeah and I, and I forget that every single time it's not just that it's like I get out of my job at six p.m. Yeah. nowhere near a computer it doesn't work on my phone yeah. I'm driving home blah 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 yeah so I have to start listening in again sorry Pat <laughs> sorry Pat <laughs> but until next time I am Dan Mack and this is Chris Mack and we will see you next week I still need a sign off line <laughs> I need a Oscar Vista line too fucking sweet. Give me an idea for a sign up uh, sign off line. Go, people. Um Facebook.com slash shredcheck. <laughs>